Hello and welcome to the Sobo Lens Podcast. This is Jim and Joe sharing their stories and life experiences. Sobo today for a better tomorrow. This is Life Through the Sobo Lens. All right, all right, and welcome to episode 30 of the Sober Lens Podcast. Everyone out there, how are you? I'm here today joined by my fearless co-host, Jim. What's up, Jim? What is going on, everyone? We are live. Well, not live. We're, we're posting the video. I keep saying live. You and I are live, and we're going to post the video tomorrow when I normally post the podcast. So we're going to post audio and video. If the If the video or the feed sucks we're gonna have to tweak it because we're not using mics we're just using our external uh mac mics it's kind of a spur of the moment thing because i promised you we'd get the video up and here we are it's a new era a new age how you doing good good um same stuff you know Mm -hmm. jim is very looking very trim and and dapper Jim got some uh, nice work on the beard done. Uh, yeah, got to got to trim it up. Uh, before this, before this, y'all would have been a you guys would have called me a caveman because the beard was down to here. Um, you know, got to look good for the people. Jim looked like I, Ancino man. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, uh, what's going on in the world of sobriety for you this last week? Nothing really. Uh, same stuff, just powering through. Lots of music, lots of uh, sparkling water, lots of hot sauce. You know. little product placement. I've been drinking the squirt. It's good shit. It's like, uh, it's a little more lemony than a fresca. It's, was, you know, all, the, all the retro stuff is coming back. Like I was just going to say, it's kind of like a fresca for those that don't know. Yeah, it, it's a little, it's got sugar with fresca. But I like it. It's refreshing. A little lemony, a little citrusy. Uh, very good with some ice uh, right in the freezer. Mm. Hits the spot after being at the park with your two-year-old for an hour and a half. <laughs> um, so uh, I, I guess uh, this week, uh, not a whole lot going on. It was a slow week, home, work, and just catching up on... Uh, some shows and and NHL playoffs, which were very disappointing for Boston fans yesterday. What a bummer! But we're not going to talk about that because I'm still angry. <laughs> um, but it I uh, it was fun. I had a I had a buddy Jack over last night to watch the game for a little while, and uh, I had a couple of O'Doul's non-alcoholic Ambers, and uh, those have become my go-to when I do do the NA drinks. Um, Right out of the freezer, I like the amber. I think it's it's reminds me of almost Stella or something like that. Um, you know, I was talking to someone. Uh, my nephew made his communion, and I was talking to someone about non-alcoholic drinks, and I, I'm still on the fence. Um, I'm sure if it was a hundred degrees and you had something, I might try it. I might not. But you have those hardcore. You know, there's a trace of alcohol in it. There is. It's it's less than 0.5. Yeah. Um, Probably less. And, it, and it's again, it, it kind of got heated for a minute. Um, this person is sober, um, and they 
proceeded to tell another family member that basically non-alcoholic drinks count as drinking. And there's people, like I said, I'm not going to sit here and your journey is your journey. Right. Point blank. I mean, if you have a couple non-alcoholic, if you drink 30 O'Doul's, that's a fail. If you have, to me, if you have a couple of O'Doul's watching a game or something, that's, that's your journey. Yeah. I had about three or four O'Doul's and then it was just like, you know, I'm going to eat or have some cheese and crackers or something. Um, a lot of people, a lot of people say when you, when you go out with the intention to, I'm going to, you know, if you go out with the preconceived notions and all this other stuff that then, then you're, then you'll end up back where you started. Right. Yeah, no, I, I totally can see that. I know, uh, Phil, the coworker, my name, Phil, who's also been in recovery about 10 years or so. He says, uh, you know what they say about non-alcoholic beers, right? And I always say, what? for non-alcoholics <laughs> and uh, he's been in the program a very long time so he he's one of those old schools like my mother won't touch that stuff uh her or her sponsor but uh she did have a sip of like an na wine which was zero it wasn't even 0.5 but um yeah some of them it depends i mean i know the beer is kind of beer usually has it because you they to get the taste kind of on you have to have a little bit of some, i don't know I was looking right. forward to the recalled Guinness, which I still haven't heard about. Yeah, the Guinness Double Zero there, yep. They had the, uh, when I picked up the Amber um, at Total Wine, they had the the Guinness, which was like a golden non-alcoholic, and I, I wasn't interested, but um, I saw they have like a non-alcoholic like Amber or a golden or something. Yeah, but I believe, it's, again, if, you, if, you, if you're watching a game or something and you have a couple of... No, no. If that's your thing, like a, a friend of mine used to say, if that's your thing, then that's your thing. Right. You just don't want to get led down the wrong path. Right. I think I've only been doing it um, as much recently, just because of the weather being warmer, and I, I'll put them in the freezer, and it's either that or a Pepsi or something. Um, but I don't like just kill like you know six of them in a sitting. Uh, it'll be one, two at the most. I think last night was three or four, probably the most I've ever had. Um, I've been off the soda for a while. I can't even have a quarter of a quarter of a soda. Good for you. It just I, uh, it doesn't. The Pepsi's all that like I really drink. I really also like uh, Sam's Cola from Walmart. It's uh it's the closest thing to like being a Coke, but a store brand. You were uh, saying that, yeah. When I posted the uh, the water, oh yeah, favorite water. It uh it has a very fountain Coke kind of taste to it, which I always loved was fountain Coke. And uh, yeah, you know what fountain Coke is, right? It's syrup and water. Right, right. It has that kind of a taste. It's thicker than like the Coke you would buy at the store. It's a little thicker. Like I was working at a restaurant and bar when I was younger, and they said, "Oh, go change the soda bib." Mm-hmm. The, the fucking thing blew up on me. <laughs> I was covered. In, I was covered in like goo for the rest of my shift. No good. <laughs> oh. I uh, so I got some uh, more books for uh, when we start talking and some faith-based ones. See now you can finally show the people what we're talking about, and they yeah. can be in on the Celestine prophecy joke. Yep, the Celestine prophecy. We're gonna be getting on that in some podcasts coming up with some esteemed guests. Uh, so I got Timothy Keller, uh, who's been called the C.S. Lewis of this generation recently, and it's called Jesus the King, uh, and it's it's his take on like you know the, the whole 
mission and work of Jesus when he was on earth. And, um, and then N.T. Wright, I'm sure anyone listening will, will know him. He's a very famous theologian. It's simply Christian. And uh, this is more of like a Celestine prophecy kind of thing, but he ties in, he ties in what it's like to be a Christian. Um, and then my Bibles did come in, the translations. This is the Dewey Rames Chancellor Bible. Here we go, folks. You got to see all six. <laughs> yes, we have one, two, three, four, five, and six is up there. The NRSV, which I haven't taken down. I'm getting a little, what are those called? Those book ender things. I'm going to get those to go across Bookend, my, little, yeah. my little um office for the podcast. And then here is uh, the, this is the new King James I mentioned last week. This is really cool. I haven't even opened it yet, but I mean, you can see it's just a really nice binding. Your, your office for the podcast, I believe, also doubles as your child's room, doesn't it? It does. It does. I'm going to try to get like a little screen or something, <laughs> shower curtain. <laughs> but yeah, so that's really cool, the binding. Um, I was under the impression that the Dewey Reams was actually a leather-bound one, but it's actually just a paperback. But that's okay. I mean, you can't beat the prices. I got the used ones on Amazon I mean, and eBay. You can't beat the prices. Uh, as I mean, this was three ninety nine with free shipping um, for this. I mean, this is a thirty dollar book new, so really cool. And I'm and NT Wright. Uh, I've, you, I've if you want Bibles and you want deals, there's your man, folks. We got Bibles of all shapes and sizes, <laughs> genuine leather bond. <laughs> we used to have a guy that worked with me uh, on a sales floor, and uh, we didn't realize for the longest time that he was calling leather products genuine. Not like, like it sounded like an old carnival guy. Come up, get your genuine leather. <laughs> Ring like toss, three for a dollar. Ring toss. <laughs> Ring toss, <laughs> genuine stuff to bear. <laughs> like, but um, yeah, so these are great deals I got on those and I'll, I'll be looking forward to skimming through those. N.T. Wright uh, has some really good stuff on uh, things like, you know, the resurrection, the New Testament, uh, translation and gospels and then he also just came out with a book that phil who i mentioned earlier um from my coworker, read the paul you know the apostle paul um the missionary work he came out with like a real thick one on saint paul saul of tarsus as he was known um mm -hmm. I, I i mean i can get to that at some point i have too many things to read now that it's summer i'm hoping i'm gonna have some time off i'll be able to start reading some more i'm planning on taking a lot of time um Hoping to be seeing Jim on his birthday. Um, it's looking good so far. So good. <laughs> I'm looking forward to this. It'll be fun. Yeah. It'll be fun for sure. Um, as far as music goes, mm. still cranking out the jazz, man. Yep. I I pulled the trigger on that Lee Morgan box set. The price went down, right? Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, again, you can you can look it up for those that want to look it up because I'm not, especially now, you know, live. On video, I'm not giving prices at all. Look it up if you want. It's a missile of a box set, uh, 12 LPs. It's I think it's three nights from the lighthouse in Hermosa Beach, California. You should pick it up because I think it's going to go out of print, and then the price is going to skyrocket. I had never heard of that show, so I'm intrigued. Um, I was reading the description today. Um, I didn't get a chance to pre-order yet, but I will. I did pre-order the anniversary red edition of the Lost Boys soundtrack, which looks killer. Um, one of the best soundtracks ever. It's up there with Pretty in Pink, Forrest Gump, Rushmore, Pulp, uh, Pulp Fiction, and uh, Train Spotting. Those are the ones I can name off the top of my head. Yeah, I think I have 
just about all of those. Saying I, I don't have Forrest Gump, I don't think, but I need to pick that up. But you got that for me. Yeah, I did. It's funny because I've done a record exchange throughout the whole pandemic with our buddy Rich. Mm-hmm. We never missed a month. We did it once a month. It was, you know, spend X and um, yep. see what you come up with. And we both gave each other some killer, killer titles. But I would always get him titles that I didn't have. And a few yeah. of those titles have gone out of print. So yeah. now I can't even get them for myself. Right, right, right. I know he got me a couple titles and he was like, oh, I got myself one. So I got you one and put it in your September uh-huh. box. And I'm like, oh, cool. And then I started getting him stuff that I didn't have that's on my want list, but now I can't get it because it's out of print. But mm-hmm. what can you do? Pay the flea bay price, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, or Monsanto or something. I don't know. Flea bay, I mean, you can get some good deals. So so Jim was getting into cassettes a few months ago. Um, and, I still uh, am, yep. I, I want to get into it. I want to get into it. I just don't know if i can afford it because i mean it's it's it seems like the prices for some of them for a good copy cassette is pretty high Um, i was gonna get a pretty in pink unopened the other day soundtrack and i missed out on it it was like 10 bucks 12 bucks from 86 or whatever and i i don't have a cassette player so i'm like i can't be buying cassettes until i get a cassette player You you know what i did i um our buddy Rich has like the whole, you can buy a, a nice deck from Pioneer or something. Yeah. Um, the old school stuff. I was yeah. going to do that, but I did this. I have an old school Sony Walkman. Oh. Uh, it was in working condition and I just pipe it through my speakers. Now, how's the quality of the cassettes you've been getting? Good. I mean, I, I get stuff that isn't beat up and, you know, you're, you're, uh, I think I have a couple Clash albums, a couple Pink Floyd albums, Fleabag, Beatles. Uh, and then some of the people in our record groups that I run in also do cassettes. They'll do like cassette Tuesday and have a blowout. Uh, I'll link you up to those people. Yes, please. Cause I'm thinking of getting into it. And then the other day I ordered one of them. I, I ordered a decent cassette deck and then I'm like, no, I canceled it within like an hour. Cause I'm like, I, I don't have any cassettes yet. I mean, my well, mother still has a bunch of my old ones at her basement. So the only thing is now that I have a receiver, I can get a cassette deck. I can get a decent cassette deck and not use the Sony Sports Walkman. When I got that, I didn't have, I was still using the preamp from the, uh, oh. you need the, the receiver that does phono and cassette and oh. CD if you go the cassette deck route. Well, I have a receiver that I use, remember, for the, my. Oh, oh yeah, wants. Could I? Yeah, and well, and I have the receiver for the the TV and the the speaker. Yes. Then yes, you can link that up with a wire. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna have to show me how to do it. I I I don't I don't remember how to do it. Um, but yeah, you, then that's great. We can make it happen. That might be a uh, that might be take a little time, but we'd work it out if you wanted to get into cassette. Well, yeah, I definitely want to get into it because I've been I've been starting to do the research and I'm searching like and they show like the difference between CD and cassette, and you're like. It definitely is a rawer sound cassette and it kind of jumps out of the speaker. And I forgot what that sounded like. I mean, that was cassettes for your life for 20 years. You're going to hate, you're going to hate it when the tape deck eats your fucking tape and you pay 20 bucks. Uh, for it. Has you it happened yet? You got to wind that shit with a pencil. I no, I haven't really been playing them as much as I should, yeah. but I have to, uh, yeah. I have to get back in that groove. I was talking about it with Adam at work and he's like, Joey's like, don't forget that eats the shit and you got to wind it. And then it looks some, you get the little flare ups and the, 
He's like, I mean, I started collecting cassettes that I, again, a couple Pink Floyd. I think I have a couple Beatles. Yeah. People use cassettes for like the vinyl, the, the records that are too much money, records that are going for like three, uh, four, five hundred dollars a record. Yeah. For one record, they'll buy the cassette. Like, um, Rich gave me a Counting Crows tape. I forget which one it was. I think it's This Desert Life or This Desert Island or something. That one is going for like two fifty on wax, but the cassette was probably twenty bucks. All your mainstream good cassettes go for twenty twenty five bucks. When we were younger, um, they were so cheap. Yeah, well, now the you know the nostalgia and this and that yeah, also. Newberry Comics—they're thirty dollars. I was in Newberry Comics. I'm like thirty dollars for cassettes. <laughs> yeah, like, it's just as much as a record. <laughs> right, and it's like, do I want to shell that out and have both? I. But I will say that um, cassette is definitely, I, I still, you know, and I've done some videos and research on it on YouTube and, and people's articles. I mean, it does, they say, have the closest to record quality because it's analog, um, which isn't CD and digital. They, they, minim, they use noise management and, and record and, and cassette do not. So, you know, even if you get a little hiss sometimes, it's still you're getting better quality of the sound. Um, That's what it's all about sound quality mm -hmm. what else you got joe uh nada uh hot sauces anything no i've just been trying to still having the flakes i gotta re-up my order again if you want to re-up the order and you go to flatironpepper.com uh tell them you heard about flat iron pepper company on the silver lens mm -hmm. email them your order number and they will give you 10 percent off your order please do it for the love of the Sober Lens podcast and the love of uh, Pepper Flakes. That's right. You know, I'm going to re-up my stuff. Uh, they make three or four. Actually, I think they make five or six different uh, varieties of Pepper Flakes. Mm -hmm. Ancho Chili. They make, uh, I think they make one called Asian Red. Um, all different stuff. If you like hot stuff, you will dig it. I wouldn't let you down. Do it. I, uh, I've been mixing the berries and the heartbeat. And uh, it gives you, I mean, it's a kick, but it, you call it, it Barry's hot beat. Well, well, the, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a good, <laughs> um, and I'll tell you, I, I mean, I've been putting that shit on rice, Chinese food, like, uh, mix a little sriracha in, and that, that it's good. Uh, it's it is kick, good though. I was the other night I was, <laughs> my brother, my brother introduced me to the berries, uh, and it's a pineapple habanero and I believe it's made in Cambridge. It's killer. It's great. It's great. Before, yeah. if you can find it. it. It's funny how it mixes well with the habanero heartbeat, which is a red habanero. Um, you know, not typical habanero, but a little different, but, you know, your traditional habanero. And uh, it mixes very well because you get the heat and a little bit of the sweet. And it, it, it kind of offsets it a little. And it, it's good. <laughs> and then last night I had some Chinese hot mustard, which is always great. I was dunking some spare ribs in that. And, Again, I haven't had traditional uh, go to the Chinese restaurant in years now. Um, every so often, I get a hankering for it. Like I said, I do want to do a silver karaoke, and uh, maybe we'll get some Chinese food that night. We should. We definitely you know, we'll go, should. We'll go and rip up silver karaoke. I do the Chinese um, once a week, maybe pizza once a week if I can. Um, had some Santapios, which is always great this week. Uh, at lunch, we, we three of us went in and got... A hot cherry pepper from Santapio's on Route One. 
We got. Um, I do. I do love Santapios. Oh, we got. I uh, miss. I miss Kelly so bad, man. Oh, I know. We're gonna Kelly have to Bob. make a trek to Eastie to go to the original. Oh, it's still there. It's still there. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I thought they closed. No, only we, only Peabody. They're trying read, to find another spot. But. We read they we read they closed, and uh, my wife was like, "Oh, yeah. do you think they're both closed?" And I said, "Probably." They, and I, then I said somebody, something like, "The dream is over." Yep, I had someone in in the in work who knew them and said they're trying to find another spot um, with better parking, and so we'll we will be letting our listeners know about that. <laughs> yeah, because we we do we do talk about again we tie it all together: sobriety, art, food, music, hot sure. sauce, all everything. It all, it all ties together because I mean those are the things in life that you deal with: food, faith, and those uh, and those are the those are the things that we use to stay sober. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm faith we rely on our faith we rely on cooking and eating and going out for good food uh good non-alcoholic drink and those things definitely tie in absolutely what else you got uh nada okay so we're gonna wrap this up nice short and sweet you got any shout outs uh no personal shout outs. Uh, shout out to everyone out there who's listening to our 30th episode. Big deal. Never thought we'd come listening or watching or watching. You'll be watching us with two faces. Only a mother could love. Um, <laughs> but we are happy to have you. And I can't believe we're in a 30th episode. Not even, you know, it feels like it flew by or we started what September, October, September, the end of September. So uh, we're not even in a year yet. We're at 30 believe it's almost a year i mean it's 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 crazy it's just crazy to me and it's going to be two years sober for us soon and it's it's really it's great and and life i'm feeling all of it and i i can't thank jim enough for being a positive influence on my life and helping me you know where we have been you know some of the best friends you can be and former drinking buddies tied in with it and everything else and now we're just on this together I will, I will say to be a former drinking buddy, it's hard to, I don't know of too many people that have said, fuck it, I'm getting sober. And then their drinking buddy was like, fuck it, I'm getting sober too. I know it exists and I know it's out there, but to have the, you know, we, we work again, we worked together. Mm-hmm. We've known each other yeah. too long, seen uh, <laughs> our greatest triumphs and seen our lowest lows and here we are kicking ass and taking names so shout out to you shout out to you shout out to 30 episodes shout out to the video shout out to the audio and shout out to ian bauer from sober contracts Uh, gotta gotta wrap the merch i think uh i'll start cycling through the sober merch and uh plug in different pages you can check him out at i believe he's at sober.contracts.com good person in the recovery community loves the kick-ass music maybe we'll jump on his pod Mm -hmm. uh we'll jump on his pod one day and he can come on our pod and we can talk music because he listens to the same shit social d rancid everything misfits runs the gamut so this has been episode 30 you guys rule have a great week thank you for rocking with us as mom always says peace out